This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The state of Alabama is now joining with 24 other states in a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Labor. Attorney General Steve Marshall is taking on the federal government for allowing environmental, social, and governance investments when it comes to retiree accounts. Marshall says that allowing the money of clients to be used for ESG investments undermines the protections that are provided by the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974. Marshall said on Monday of this week that the Biden administration continues to promote a radical climate agenda at the expense of Americans and their hard-earned money, He says it's unconscionable to allow asset managers to risk trillions of dollars in retirement savings in order to be used for a radical environmental agenda, especially as the economy is seeing rampant inflation and even signs of a possible recession. Half of the 50 states in the union are taking part in this lawsuit. The Alabama Center for Law and Liberty has not forgotten about COVID, COVID mandates, and the U.S. Constitution. Attorney Matt Clark with the ACLL spoke about his legal efforts in court to hold state leadership responsible for the COVID demands that were made a few years ago that violated individual constitutional rights. Clark says it'll happen again if no action is taken to curtail it. So it's time for the courts to take an honest look at, did the government run all over the Constitution? And fortunately, the courts are holding more and more, yes, they did. And and I think it's because judges are getting less afraid of of COVID as time goes on. And and that's a good thing, because if if we let the government get away with running all over the law and the Constitution, then what we have taught the government is this. They can do whatever they want in the name of an emergency and get away with it. And and while I'm not going to, you know, sit here and say, like, Kay Ivey and Scott Harris were literally Hitler, you know, like, you you know, sending people off to concentration camps and killing them. Of course not. Uh, they're, they're not evil people. They're, they're not. But um, what happens when you have a more ambitious, less ethical uh, executive that wants to come in in the future and he's learned, hey, all i got to do is declare an emergency and then I can do some really nefarious things. If the courts don't step in right now and recognize that the law was broken and set a precedent that you can't do that again, there's nothing really to stop those kind of people from doing worse things in the future. Clark spoke with 1819's executive editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. A school choice bill is back on the table for this upcoming legislative session in Alabama. Eagle Form of Alabama's executive director, Becky Gerritsen, says a bill that is similar to the one that was offered last year by Del Marsh now has at least two state lawmakers willing to sponsor it. The Parental Rights in Children's Education Act is called the Price Act for short. Gerritsen spoke about it on Right Side Radio with host Phil Williams. Some of it may look familiar because there are some things from last year as well. But um, what makes this bill a little bit different is it has to provide freedom for the parents without the strings. Um, It's their taxpayer money. It is their child. And so this bill is keeping the money with the child. It's universal. So it isn't based on your income level. It isn't based if you're in a failing school. Um, It's phased in over a three-year period. But we want all the children to be able to participate in this program. Gerritsen says that state lawmakers Eric Yarbrough and Larry Stutz are fully on board with promoting this bill in the Alabama House and the Alabama Senate. A state lawmaker will sponsor a bill in the upcoming legislative session that prohibits companies from mandating microchip implants for their workers as a condition of their employment. 
State Representative Prince Chestnut, along with State Reps Kevin Lawrence and Anthony Daniels, want to make it a Class D felony for a company or state entity to require such a permanent identification marker for an employee. Voluntary microchipping is still allowable. Ten states have already passed laws like this bill that prohibit the forced microchipping. Other states plan to do so in 2023. A guidance counselor at a high school in St. Clair County is now under arrest for engaging in a sex act with a student under the age of 19. 39-year-old Jessica Herb works at the Asheville High School. She was arrested on Monday. Herb is charged with two counts of a school employee engaging in deviant sexual intercourse. Herb is now on administrative leave from that school, and the St. Clair County Board of Education says they are cooperating fully with the investigation. Two inmates are reported dead from separate incidences that happened this past weekend at the Donaldson Correctional Facility in Bessemer. 30-year-old Trenton White was found unresponsive in his cell on Saturday. The Jefferson County coroner says he found no evidence of foul play or trauma. Lab results are still pending. On Sunday night, another 61-year-old inmate was found unresponsive in his cell. The name of that inmate is not being released to the public. An autopsy is being performed regarding this inmate's death. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Joe Biden does not seem to be aware that a special counsel has been appointed by his own U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland to look into the classified documents that were found at Biden's Delaware home and garage and his Washington, D.C. office. Biden was asked about this special counsel by reporters when he returned to the White House on Monday after spending the weekend in Baltimore, Maryland. If the uh, special counsel who started to ask for your testimony, would you give testimony? Oh, I don't know about Mr. President, Special counsel Robert Herr was appointed over two weeks ago for this investigation. Meanwhile, Republicans in the U.S. House on the Oversight Committee are gearing up for investigations into the Biden administration as well as overall oversight on government waste, fraud, and abuse. The chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, laid out the committee objectives now that Republicans are in the majority in the U.S. House. Comer made it known that the Biden family and their foreign business deals are all on the table while speaking at the Washington Press Club. This family has made millions and millions of dollars from from China. Uh, you look at the, at the wire transfers, the the money was going from China to different LLCs, then to pay both Hunter Biden and uh, Jim Biden salaries for consulting. You know, we'd like to know what that consulting was. I mean, I, I feel like if China or anyone pays you millions of dollars, they expect to get a return on that investment. And I don't know what that return was. We, we want to find out. A pro-life activist and father of seven children is acquitted of the charges that were brought against him from the U.S. Department of Justice. 48-year-old Mark Hoke was in court on Monday to face federal charges for violating the freedom of access to clinic entrances. The jury decided within hours to acquit Hoke of those charges. Back in September, Hoke's family home in Pennsylvania was raided by over 25 FBI and SWAT agents. The whole family was there and witnessed Hoke get arrested and charged. The DOJ move came after an abortion clinic volunteer claimed that Hoke had assaulted him. In actuality, Hoke pushed the man away from his 12-year-old son since the activist was yelling profanities into the face of the young child. Hoke was defended by the Thomas More Society. Attorney Peter Breen said those charges were nothing short of intimidation tactics from the DOJ. We've, uh, you know, we had put forward uh, a very strong legal case, why it, should, why it should have never reached trial. 
And then what the jury heard in there were, was the factual case, why Mark uh, was totally innocent of these, uh, these charges. Uh, this matter uh, is one that uh, never should have gotten the attention of the Department of Justice. Our hope here is that a message was sent to Washington, D.C. to stop this harassment of sidewalk counselors who are just trying to provide alternatives to those who are uh, facing an abortion decision. Uh, and I hope, again, this will be one of those uh, points where uh, a change is made. And so no one else will have to suffer the, uh, the same way that Mark and his family have had to suffer here. Actress Cindy Williams has died at the age of 75. Williams co-starred on the 1970s sitcom called Laverne and Shirley. Williams died at her home in Los Angeles. She is survived by a son and daughter. Her co-star Penny Marshall died back in 2018. You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Alabama Unfiltered as they enter the school choice debate and what Alabama parents need to know for this year regarding the school choice bill. Because school choice, um, if you want to take its true definition, which is school choice allows public education funds to follow students to the schools or services that best fit their needs. That can be public school, private school, charter school, home school, or any other learning environment. He is that families choose. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that's the pure best definition. And do y'all know when it started? School choice? The first, the modern school choice movement? You'd be surprised. 1956? She's getting close. She's getting close. I'll let let you. I didn't cheat. I'm going with 55. Oh, 1955. Um, Milton Friedman released an essay Mm -hmm. on the role of government in education. And he argued for the application of free market principles to the education sector and advocated that tax dollars follow the students as opposed to public schools receiving a blanket amount of funding. That's the modern version. Well, and that, you know, as the discussion ramps up around the country and in Alabama, listen out for those because some people think school choice is having more public charter schools. Right. Available, and the, the, where they the, still, the government's... That's the limit of it. Right, right. right. That's all it is. It's kind of like the voucher tax credit thing. Mm-hmm. People would get right. confused about which is which and why is why. And, uh, you know, the difference really was based on some of the court rulings. If it's a voucher, it's not really your money. But if it's a tax credit, it is your money and you can spend it wherever. And we were always like, why are you making this so complicated? Well, you're making it complicated so it can be harder mm-hmm. for school choice to ever occur. Exactly. That was part of the reason. And... I also think we, we've done a poor job of selling it. We've called it school choice. We've made it kind of over there somewhere instead of saying, parent, don't you want to decide what is best for your children? Mm-hmm. And almost every parent will say yes. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the daily detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 